0: Meow, meow,
1: meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow.
0: Do it again. Meow,
1: meow, 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 meow,
0: meow. Meow, 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 that was nice. That was nice. cheese this. Who submitted this?
1: On Staz Corporation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Jeez. Oh, my
1: God. This is all over the place. Wow. That's i back. i down. i got so the the white from brown. Take of it from white to brown. Plop, plop, plop. then I'm wiping down. Then I'm wiping <laughs> down. Wipe, 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 wipe,
0: wipe, wipe down. <laughs> That's great. Talented listeners.
1: You guys are the best.
0: Damn, you guys are good.
1: So many golden tracks. You know what I'm saying.
0: You know what I'm saying. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> so silly I love it Alright I love this
1: Oh shit Sorry I got something What's I got- wrong? Um, I tried to go To To another thing That A guy sent us But then He sent us a link To one of his videos Oh And the video didn't play correctly. Oh, okay. Um, Thank you for your jeans song, Mon Staz Corporation.
0: Really neat. Thank you.
1: I like that you call it a corporation.
0: (laughs) You never Um, know; they could be INC'd up.
1: uh, Yeah, it could be. Um, So this guy, let's see, this is an old one here.
0: I like how he whispers jeans. I like it too. Reminds me of
1: Rumors. Which wow. I'll be at <laughs> November 12th through the 16th.
0: Well, hey, everybody, come into the stage. Come to the stage now. You'll see the Comedy
1: Central is here now <laughs> at Rumors Comedy Club. You heard it was funny. <laughs>
0: uh, jeans, just so you know, guys, too, very exciting. I like this jam. Me, too. It reminds me of James Bond.
1: It's from Gonzalo Rivera.
0: Gene, seriously though, real talk. Uh, we're doing our podcast live at the Ice House in Pasadena, November 22nd. Get your tickets now because it looks like a lot of peeps are going to this and it's going to be off the chain. And also what we're going to do, which is really exciting, it's the first time we've ever done this. If you live somewhere far, far away, I know we get a lot of tweets like, I wish I lived in LA. I could see that show. Guess what, us! Yep. Now you can.
1: That show is going to be available live streaming through the company. Lafter. Which is L-A-
0: LAFFSTER.com.
1: What you should do is go set up your account now.
0: Yeah, go there, set up the account. I know I spoke with Red Band. And he was like, you have to put your credit card in. We're working on getting it so that you can PayPal it so that you don't have to put in any information of that nature.
1: Yeah, and Lafster provides this service, um, and there's no way that they can do it without eventually charging something. Yeah. So the way that they're going to do it, if you're interested, if you want to watch from anywhere in the world, if you set up your Lapster account, we will... Um, have them charge a very small fee. But this will they'll have like high tech, you know, HD cameras, great audio. And then it's essentially like you're watching the live show on your you know, television. It's like on
0: your computer at yeah. home. If you're in New Zealand listening to us, Sri Lanka. Sweden. China. Not so much China. Other countries. Mm, the Ukraine. The Ukraine. The UK. Saudi Arabia. Tunisia (laughs) Senegal (laughs) Hungary
1: Jamaica
0: Ireland Scotland Other countries
1: You can stream Watch Canada Live As it's happening Just go to Lafster.com Right now,
0: yeah, it's on there. Our show is on there, so find your mom's house, go ahead and register, get all signed up, so that the night of the show you can watch it live could with
1: be, us. Could be cool, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a neat we a neat way for people who probably might never get to see us. Like, yeah. if you are in the UK, God knows we send T-shirts to you guys, so I know you're listening.
1: Yeah, or Mom Australia, or
0: mom's God, tons in Mom Australia, yep. Canada, guys. Here's your chance to see it live and streaming and really good quality, like Tom said I'm really excited. I hope it works. Yeah, uh, Out for us I would love to do it And we'll see how it goes
1: Alright um, So that's November 22nd We're doing that at the Ice House in Pasadena And then December 5th will be at the American Comedy Company In San Diego, it's California um, We're doing the podcast live There as well um, You though This right now when this is out You're already I, in Yeah
0: Max- I'm in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Florida At the Comedy Zone November 7th uh, through 9th mm-hmm. And then Hold on, let me get my sh- my schedule I'm sorry I'm not prepared today Okay, then November 14th through 17th The Hartford Funny Bone in Hartford, Connecticut And then Hartford uh, <laughs> <laughs> November 23rd A one-nighter in Vegas at the Aliente Casino And then December 19th through 22nd in Atlanta, the punchline. And then if you haven't made New Year's Eve plans and you're in the d- vicinity of Washington, DC, the district of Columbia, come see Tom and I do our New Year's Eve show together. We're co-headlining. We're not doing the podcast. It is stand up co-headlining, which we never, ever, we very rarely do at the DC improv where they're all week, uh, 27th of December through 31st. And it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, come spend your awesome. New
0: Year's Eve with your jeans.
1: It'll be great. It'll be great.
0: And you, Tom Sikoro, where are you going to be?
1: Um, well, if you're hearing this and you're in the greater Minneapolis area, I hope you're coming to see me tape my hour special.
0: Oh. Uh,
1: tomorrow, Saturday, November 9th at the Goodale Theater, uh, which is a part of the Cowles Center in uh, downtown Minneapolis. I'm very excited. If you're a listener uh, of the show and you're coming to that, just be awesome. Have great energy. I'm so excited. I feed off of your energy, so just give me you know, good, positive vibes. Yes! Have fun. We'll have a good energy. time. Energy! Yeah, exactly. Be a Brody Stevens in the audience. Um, it. Yes! What else? Tom Segar. We already mentioned our other things. And, um... Yeah, that's it, man. That's it.
0: <laughs> You're like, that's it. That's all the show we got.
1: I mean, we did it. We just covered everything. We, so, did, it. we did it. Are you ready to start the show? Hell yeah. Yeah, boy.
0: Don't you look at me
2: like
3: I, that. What, what the fuck? Girl? What the
2: fuck? God damn. What do you think I've been trying to take care of that goddamn cat for two weeks because your fucking ass doesn't do it?
3: <laughs> my fucking ass. No, doesn't. you don't. Okay. god damn it. This shit big done! <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Well welcome, welcome to your mom's house. With Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Christina.
2: Christina.
3: Pajdzietski. Welcome to your mom's house.
1: Who recorded you talking to our neighbor like that?
0: <laughs> you know what I was going to say, actually, is that that could be my mom. That Jesus. is exactly how my mom would get with neighbors and people and strangers. Handle Hence, a
1: situation like that, Henceforth,
0: really? we don't have a relationship. Yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Um But don't you feel like you get, like, we had a neighbor, I want to say when or where, but anyway, there are people that don't really take care of their cats when they leave town.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. When you're like, hey, that thing needs to eat to live <laughs> and drink also to live. You got to put things out there for it. Yeah. Nah.
0: But I understand her frustration. She's probably like, you fucking don't take care of your cat.
1: The problem is <laughs> this woman, if you pay attention to the details, yeah. obviously she's an animal lover, but she's also mentally ill.
0: Hmm. And
1: she is accusing this man of not feeding his cat, but as the guy points out, she doesn't she's not aware of when or where he <laughs> feeds her. He's like, You I used to feed her where you think I feed her. I don't feed the cat there now. Oh. I have a new feeding area. And she's like, I need to go see it. He's like, No, this is my property. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so funny. She's
0: the cat uh the cat manager of the neighborhood.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know how those cat managers go, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm. I-
2: talking to you. Why did you abandon this kid? And what do you, do you want it to have a home? You want me to find it a home? Because you're not taking care of it. Don't you look at me like
3: that. what, What the fuck?
2: What the fuck, you <laughs> Gail? Gail? I've been that's trying so to take good. care of that goddamn cat for two weeks because your
0: fucking ass doesn't do it.
1: She's old too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's old as fuck.
0: Gail, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and it's it's so great to see old people of get really agitated. It's my cursed. favorite
0: thing in the world. Yeah, it's so great. Oh, I, I have it in my act now. I love it when old people curse. It's, it's, the, so it's great. the purest form of awesome.
1: Yeah, it really is. It really they have. Is. They're
0: so entitled. They can say what the fuck they want.
1: I saw. You know, the only time that's funny. To see couples be mean and just abusive to each other is when they're elderly. Yeah. I was going through security at the airport and I was thinking, like, any other age just would be like uh, sad, (laughs) you know, you'd be offended or you'd (laughs) just be like, please make this stop. And this old couple is like,
3: you fucking bunch of shit in the (laughs) wrong thing.
1: And we were all the TSA people, we were all like smiling ear to ear. Watching this, two old as dirt uh, couples go through there and hate each other. Of course. And you know, they'd been together 60 years and they were like, I fucking hate you. It was phenomenal.
0: But that's why they can say that is because they've spent a lifetime yeah. knowing each other's annoyances.
1: Oh, yeah. He hated her oh, and yeah. she hated him so
3: much.
0: No, no you don't. don't. Okay. God
3: damn it! I'm sorry. What is sorry. the
2: matter with you? What's the matter
3: with you? You're on my property I'll bitching I'll at me over things what. that are not of your I'll concern. I'll tell you
2: what. I'll you tell you what, what is going to be of your control. I told you should I, I get a, a fence when because when she comes by your, your house, well, she
3: obviously comes by your house and pisses you off, and I asked if that was the no, issue. And no, it is the issue no, because you is say that to me. You're a goddamn cat. It's you.
2: You're the one that said people should be responsible. and are. Yeah, you are for your dogs, but you're not for your dad.
3: Oh, my.
2: How long have I been feeding your cat?
3: And did I ask you to do that? God damn somebody had to. It's not your fucking place to ask to come into my backyard and see where I feed her back there. She no longer goes there because she f- prefers yours. So should I switch to which brand you do because okay. you I'll fucking impose you on me, show bitch? Me, show me where you feed her. That's what I just said. It's show me, me where your be- Show you get the fuck off my property. You Move something. your car. Let me tell
2: you something. You're telling a goddamn lie. is what you're doing. I'm a telling a goddamn lie. God damn lie is what you're doing. You're full of them. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> do you think? Yep. Do you think there's any merit to her argument? Do you think that he's abandoning his cat at all?
0: I don't know, dude. You know she's
1: saying you take care of your dogs. She said that you're good right. to your dogs, but not your
0: cat. <laughs> I think what it is is the cat meanders into her yard, yeah. sounds like. And, and she,
1: she feeds him all the time. And she does. And she's maybe thinking, I'm feed. Like, I think what she's thinking is she's like, this cat is not being fed. So he's coming <laughs> over here to eat. And he's saying, right. because you fucking feed him all That's the time. That's why the cat comes exactly. around. Exactly. We
0: had a cat like that in the in the old house, Stella. Yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. Stella came Stella over. Stella would come inside. Yeah. Stella would come in. And I knew she wasn't a stray. She just belonged to somebody else in the neighborhood. Yeah. And a a wise person, Sarah Burns, was like, did you feed Stella? And I go, no. She goes, well, once you feed a cat, they're yours. She goes, do not feed that cat unless you want that cat in your house every day. And I was like, oh, good to know. Because I was like, for sure about to do that. Yep. So this dumb What would you have fed her
1: the first time? We don't have cat food.
0: No, we don't. I would have fed her, um, you know, cereal.
1: I was going to give her barbecue. Barbecue? Yeah, like... um some ribs Wait and some minute. pulled pork sandwiches. With
0: dry rub or with liquid no, sauce? No, for a cat,
1: I would give it a lot of sauce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that cat likes a dry rub? I
1: think cats like to lick a lot of sauce. <laughs> I would find the hottest, spiciest sauce. Because I know cats like that.
0: Cats do not like hot, spicy I think barbecue. they like
1: sriracha and they like they like Vietnamese hot sauce.
0: That is so silly. Isn't that right? the thing
1: about... If you ever get a cat, you got to <laughs> give it hot sauce. Isn't that an old expression?
0: <laughs> can I tell a story about your cousin? Uh, which oh cousin shower remain nameless? but right. he had a, a kitten, a brand new beautiful hypoallergenic cat. Well,
1: this is a cat I can have and I can <laughs> pet and not sneeze and get watery eyes.
0: <sighs> and I'm over there meeting the kitten. <sighs> that's, that's so cute. <sighs> <sighs> And we were eating a uh, Chinese food, and my he I had put chili sauce, hot sauce, because I like my food spicy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Okay, you gotta um, make make sure you wash your hands after you eat, because I don't want uh, the spices on your fingers to to get in the kitten's eyes or face mm-hmm. and burn her." I'm like, "Uh huh." Mm-hmm.
1: And if you clean your bowl that you're done eating with. A- Make sure you use this sponge and, and not this sponge. <laughs> this sponge I use only for the cat's bowl. When you, <laughs> the when you wipe the counter, make sure you use
0: uh, oh,
1: this towel. Don't use another don't towel. Don't use other towel. If you use a moist towel, it could affect the wood.
0: Uh, I want you to wipe this table uh, down with a specific type of rag. Um,
1: you, the, the, the wood is, is still going through a sealing process right
0: now. The kind of rag, it's 100% cotton.
1: Um, uh, if you stitched uh, a paper rag or a paper towel you can, Some of the paper could get into the sealant And uh, ruin the wood table I've,
0: I've left several uh, instructional videos uh, Uploaded to YouTube um, Did
1: you wash your hands? Or, or, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. How much cable did you watch? Mm-hmm.
3: I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't wash No, I thought, nice,
2: I, I thought you were a nice guy
3: I thought you weren't crazy Do you have dementia or some shit?
2: No, you're the one that is... I, I seriously...
3: Go, I, who right who right. do I need to call? <laughs> Don't you fool with me. Don't you fool with me. Don't, Don't you play. fool with me. I've tried to be nice to you. I've tried my... God coming dead. on my property, feeding my animals. you goddamn right, because you're not. Okay. Guys, you're not. Okay, because I can't afford cat food or dog food.
0: <laughs> oh, Gail.
1: He's a... Um, he's not the nicest guy, oh, either. Oh,
0: Well, she's a crazy old bat.
1: I know. I wouldn't talk to the crazy old
0: bat like that, I don't think. Well, let me tell you, that's what you think when you you deal with crazy. And then what happens is crazy pushes your buttons so hard that sometimes you got to fight back. You can't just let crazy assault on you.
1: No, I I agree. I agree. But you can't, I don't
0: know. Well, neighbor, an old old lady neighbor, who knows, dude. There's a first time. For everything, I used to fucking yell at my mom, dude. Like when I was a teenager, and we lived together. Oh, I mean, I I don't think any, anyone can piss me off as hard as my mom. Oh. You know that like they created your wiring, they created yeah. your fucking holes in your psyche, and then when they activate them, oh my god! I mean, I could have fucking murdered her. Seriously.
1: Yeah, I bet. I, I understand that. I understand.
0: Crazy. She was doing? crazy as shit. Yeah. She so was
1: crazy as shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's hard to have a neighbor like that.
1: Yeah, and coming onto your property, I guess that would start to bother me too. Did you she see sure your
0: did. Theo today? I'd be like, yeah, I fed him. What the fuck? Yeah, don't fucking worry about my dog, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Yeah, don't fucking worry about it. My mom, this is a terrible story. We used to have a cat that would pee on our rug. Did I tell you the story? We, oh, we no. lived in an apartment complex, the one I grew up in. The same one Brody Stevens grew up in, actually. So we lived on the second floor, and there was some neighbor cat that would come around and piss on our uh, doormat, you know? Mm-hmm. And my mother, I don't know how my mom figured out that the cat was peeing on it, I guess, because she smelled the urine. Like, how the fuck? Anyway. So my mother would wait for the cat to come up and start peeing, open the door, and then she kicked the cat down the stairs.
1: Oh, that. my God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it was constantly peeing.
0: Yes, on on our our doormat. So she kicked it downstairs.
1: Did it pee again there?
0: Nope, didn't come back. Probably didn't live to tell the story. I mean... Really? uh, No, I think it lived, but I... I mean, that was really bad. That was so crazy, huh? Yeah. It's really bad. It's
1: sad. It just makes you sad.
0: Of course. You're not supposed to kick cats.
1: No, I kicked a cat really hard one time.
0: What?
1: Yeah, at a party. Oh, no. Yeah, when I was a, a junior in high school. And um, we were all drunk, and I was just a fucking idiot. And I feel really mm. badly about it still.
0: When you were a high school kid.
1: I know, but I think back about it. Like, what a fucking dumb adolescent, like, just stupid thing to do.
0: Dude. I yeah. didn't, like,
1: kick it in the face or anything. You know, I kicked, yeah. like, you know, but I just gave it a kick. I
0: know. But you know what? Teenage boys do a lot of dumb stuff, though. We do. That's what you're supposed to do. It's not, you're not supposed to get cats, but you do dumb shit.
1: I know. I also drove off um off the side of the road... And woke up like I was drunk. Like mm-hmm. I did that a few times mm-hmm. in high school. That was good too. That's fun. One time I was coming back from Miami and like I was like, like kind of sliding over into the median, mm-hmm. just drunk driving 90 miles an hour on I 95. That's
0: nice.
1: Yeah. Um, the good yeah, news is. But those a- things like doing dumb shit like that, it stays in like if you have a conscience, like it, it, I know. It's, it plays in my head all the time. I feel like guilty about it all the time.
0: Well, I used to shoot. My dad's BB gun at birds in the neighborhood, and I always feel bad about that. You know what I I did that I
1: felt? I used to shoot lizards with a BB gun in Florida, Mm. and I never really felt bad about that. I think just because they were like so small, and it was like I didn't really see. You don't see much. But one time I shot a squirrel as it was jumping from one tree to the other. Mm. So at first I was like, oh, cool, got it. And then I go over, and the squirrel's not dead. Hmm. and then I got to put in another BB. It was an air pump, you know, oh, pump it up, no. shoot it again, and then it was, it was like still not dead. Ugh. It was like freaking out. The, these things are playing in my head all the time.
0: Oh, jeez. No, I'm
1: serious, and that's why I'm not like, uh, um, you know, I'm not into hunting or anything like that. I think no. it's because those, those things traumatize me
0: yeah.
1: for, you know, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that?
0: Well, do you want to know what Brene Brown says?
1: About why I did that or why nope. I feel guilty about it?
0: No, nope. about shame? Yeah. Because you're in a shame uh, spiral right now?
1: Yeah, I do feel shame about it.
0: So what Dr. Brene Brown says uh, on Oprah Super Soul Sundays is, shame cannot live uh, when you express it. And now that you've expressed your shame yeah, for everybody to hear, yeah. you won't have the shame anymore.
1: I think every time that I was... Um, You know, I wasn't like an animal torturer or anything like that. But any time that I was, you know, like I shot the thing or if I kicked the cat, I think those all play into why I'm so tender with animals today. Because I feel I'm almost trying to make up for what I uh, my shame over that.
0: I hear you, Jeans. But you know what? You were young. And you were violent and you had uh, testosterone coursing. Can I tell you what I used to do that I'm not proud of? Mm. This is really sadistic.
1: You're going to do a confessional right now? Yeah.
0: What did you do? I've never told anybody this. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever told you. And I'm embarrassed about this one. I have a lot of shame. Go ahead. So that apartment building that Brody and I grew up in, the same one. Yeah. You've been there. I took you there once. Yeah, yeah. Um, This is how horrible I was as a little girl. I used to find snails. Mm-hmm. And then rip their shells off. Like I like to crack their shells. Yeah. And then rip them off.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know it's okay.
0: <laughs> Does that make me a serial killer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think if you got really much more joy out of it and kept doing it,
0: <laughs> until now I, I saw it
1: today. <laughs> I saw a high school friend. Like he was, he was taking lizards, and like <laughs> he we walked in on him one time. We walked up to a. Um, a friend's house that he was at. So he, he didn't live there, and he was torturing lizards. And we oh, were like, so What are you though. doing? And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and we were like, holy shit, this guy is crazy.
0: Like he would laugh. I think that's the difference. That was the laughing. red flag and doing yeah. it. He
1: was the, he was like setting them on fire and oh, stuff. Oh no! And yeah, it was a total like it was the that moment still plays when you see somebody like really getting joy out of that. You're like, whoa.
0: Well, because the snail thing. How old were you? I was really 26, young. <laughs> this is last year. I was like, you know, I don't know, seven.
1: Yeah, I think that that's more excusable.
0: Seven or eight, and then I was like, I, it would give me satisfaction, but it wouldn't give me joy. Like, and it, then I'd feel weirdly, pervertedly guilty. Isn't after there a doing way to it. fuck with them
1: too? Of course, you feel guilty about it. That's you the normal. You pour snails. You salt. pour
0: salt on them. <gasps> I think that's how I started playing with them because my dad would pour salt on them to get rid of them in the garden.
1: What happens when you pour salt? They just they bubble up. They just can't they die. Really?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like the sodium does that?
0: I guess they just—it's like poison to them. And what if
1: you? What if they eat barbecue? Like a big bowl of barbecue sauce?
0: <laughs> like cats like?
1: Yeah, like the way cats are always eating Do barbecue. Do
0: you like barbecue? Like cats love. Can I tell barbecue. you my favorite
1: part of the crazy cat lady? Is—is <laughs> this like an interesting? The way people interact in arguments is that this woman I don't think was going to approach cursing, but when he goes, "What the fuck!" in her mind it opens the fuck door. Yeah. I love watching that in a in a conversation especially between people where one of them is like I have a standard for the I way know. I behave. You see this across all classes too. It's like somebody might be like I work in this realm of vocabulary. Right. And somebody's like the fuck is wrong with you? They go the fuck is wrong with me? And then they change right. their standards change and you hear it.
0: But this is what I don't understand, because you just said that people live at levels and standards of mm-hmm. vocabulary. Do you realize that I have never made a conscious effort to not say fuck or not be crass? Yeah. And I feel like, is that is that a bad, is that, what is that? Like, am I supposed to? You're a product of your environment. Well, because I grew up with Euro trash cursing yes. sailors all of the course. time. Of course, of course. Yeah, dock yeah. workers. Yes, mechanics.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why you blue collar people. You don't really blink twice at it. That's why.
0: Animals. But no, the, it's yeah, true. But that's was, my theory on it. Yeah, no, I was raised around big, burly Hungarian drinkers. But I born. think
1: at the at almost at their core, everybody wants to drop the idea of I'm above that. Like at your core, your emotions are raw, and the way you speak yes. is raw. Uh, that's and why I do people it. put on a facade, right? And it's about uh, I don't, you know, I don't speak in a right. certain way. But when you get them to be truly emotional or express truly how they are, a lot of times mm-hmm. they drop all the pretense, and you get, "Hey, motherfucker!"
0: Right? Which to me seems like like when people it's more authentic it is, and it's yeah. real. And I and I don't speak this way to offend people. I have no, I don't intend. Uh, to offend ears on stage or whatever. And people are like, ah, oh, yeah, clean it up. Like, it's it's not even clean or dirty in my mind. It's just sincere. Yeah. You understand? Like, there's no distinction between those two worlds for me. So when I go on terrestrial radio and I accidentally say shit or something, they're all, <gasps> everybody, I'm like, why are we, what's so crazy about being the word shit? Who fucking yeah. who cares? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a litmus for honesty. It
1: blows my mind when we have to bleep and cut out so gay oh it makes me it makes it's really like a hot one for me
0: yeah
2: here
1: you hear this is
2: I'm not talking to you why did you abandon
1: see (laughs) that's her just being old
2: I like it and speaking
1: the way she's and then he goes what the fuck and and you can hear it in an instant
2: what do you do you want it to have a home you want me to find it a home because you're not taking care of it don't you look at me like that what
3: what the fuck what
2: the fuck God damn! do you think? I've been trying to take care of that goddamn
0: cat for two weeks because your fucking ass doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking
1: ass. He had oh, to say so it first, funny. then she was like, "Here's who I am." That's what that was. This is what I want to oh, say. That's the
0: pretense being dropped. Of course, of course. Because your fucking ass doesn't do it. I love it. I love yeah. old people cursing, ah, man. It's good stuff. It's so
1: fun. Good stuff.
0: Your fucking ass did not do it. That's how my mom would talk too. My mom would talk to me like that all the time. You fucking ass.
1: Yeah, that's that's very much in her wheelhouse. Yeah. This
0: that's is this language. is the kind of shit I grew up on, yeah. This uh, type of crazy, I know this is crazy. This
1: is you right here. Right here.
0: Damn. It. No. What's that babe? <laughs> 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 what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I don't
2: understand.
0: <laughs> I guess
1: uh, if you go to creampiecathy.com, you can see more of her. this. Is guys who are not in Cream Pie Cathy.
0: That's how I felt growing up in my house, how that guy was screaming just then.
1: You would come like anger, that in the house?
0: Rage. No, I, uh, I, I didn't, that could also just be some guy screaming out of anger or shitting. Oh, okay. To me, it sounded like rage.
1: But would you make these sounds when you had sex when mm, you were younger? No. No?
0: Are you sure? Not until I was married to you. <laughs> I've,
1: <laughs> I've never heard anybody do it quite like that.
0: What's the premise? He just comes... Why is it called cream pie? Shouldn't it just be called coming inside of somebody? Why a cream well, pie? Cream pie.
1: Cream in the pie.
0: That's so dumb.
1: But that's why they call that's it so that. That's so fucking dumb. Yeah.
0: Duh. Okay.
1: I like multiple cream pie
0: videos. It's Disgusting. Fine. With like, everybody's in you?
1: Yeah, and then the next guy goes in you, and the Ugh. next guy goes in you, and the next Ugh. guy goes in you. I've always wanted to be last in one of those. You know?
0: <laughs> and then who gets to eat the Okie
1: Cookie? <laughs> then they bring in some guy on a chain and he gets to go. Oh, I'm
0: hey, do that. you think that Okie Cookie thing is real?
1: Uh, probably to some extent. It's been done by a couple of fucking, you
0: know, zilches out there.
1: But, zilches. Yeah.
0: But I don't think a lot
1: of people partake in that.
0: Just so if you're listening to this and you don't know what an Okie Cookie game is. Yeah. The legend of the Okie Cookie. Is that supposedly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, supposedly, a bunch of guys uh, in a circle jerk, they jerk onto a cookie, and then the guy who comes last has to eat the cookie with all the cum on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fraternities are cool.
0: I don't, they say it's fraternity stuff, but I don't know.
1: I could not fucking, I remember going to um, a Rush event where they were like, they're, you know, soliciting you basically. You did that
0: stuff? Like you rush week or pledge week or whatever? No,
1: no, no, no. I, I went to one of the things where they invite they invite everybody to come to the their event to be like, do you Do you want, oh, wait, you do want we want you to see how right. we operate.
0: They come to Lambda 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 house.
1: Mm-hmm. I went to one the first one I went to I was like, Oh my God. I think these are the biggest fucking they were just douchebags, <laughs> right? And I was like, these are such fucking nerds. I don't want to be like... Nerds! They were such fucking nerds. And I go, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is like so... Im- I was embarrassed to be there.
0: Yeah. And
1: I, and I also never liked group things like that. I was never going to join any fraternity. Yeah. Then uh, a group of friends of mine went to like the Meathead <laughs> gathering. And yeah. I was like, this is even worse. Like they were like, man, man we don't fuck around. Like we're we're the fucking shit. Mm-hmm. you know and we we're like mm-hmm. uh-huh and i still remember like they were like what do, what's up with you what do you like to do And they like asked everybody to like speak up and i was like um not this
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> well, you smoke pot play video games
1: yeah and then i got um an offer to join like they, no way yeah yeah
0: to to pledge or whatever yeah no. and then okay so respectfully then, and,
1: decline as what. yeah,
0: I, oh, you respectfully decline. and then yeah. so you and then Booger and then Point Dexter, yeah, you guys all pledged together or how did I that... didn't do
1: it I would I refuse to partake in that.
0: and then the Omega moves were your sister house
1: right. It was so fucking lame.
0: Can I tell you honestly, I was Goth right? Like I was super goth in that era of my life, yeah, like borderline into college goth. and um part of me kind of I made fun of all those people. And then part of me, I think, wanted the camaraderie of like a sorority. Yeah, I think. I can see why it's alluring, especially at that age. Like you're 18, you're leaving home for the first time. I totally get it.
1: I see the appeal. I I do think I would have had maybe a different take on it had I gone to a different university. I went to a very small school with 1,200 undergrad. And I was like, you already know everybody. And then you just know that that person, like,
0: All if I went right. to a school
1: with like thirty thousand undergrad, right? Maybe I would join one to like have a crew. Like, here is the guys I like to fucking hang out with. Of course. I'll join their fucking. Or
0: like in Arizona State. Like, you go to Arizona State to yeah. join.
1: I would think a fraternity so. yeah. and
0: party and get fucking wasted. Yeah. Well, USF was not. We had like five fraternities total. Five. It was so small. Yeah. <laughs> and they were real douchebags too on our campus. Like, it's San Francisco. It was in. The school I think is we had in three the city. And Three,
1: three frats and three sororities. Right,
0: but our school is in the, literally in the center of the city of San Francisco. Yeah. So, like, why would you need a social group? Like, there's social things everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of it kind of wasn't the right place to have fraternities. and Yeah, such. I
1: mean, it's fucking it's San Francisco. Yeah,
0: you don't need a, a group really to belong to. I'm, no. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: for San Francisco, right? Give me that hole.
0: Come on. Oh, it's Mac SF. That's not him. That was Mac?
1: mm No, Mac is... Um, where's Mac?
3: Show me what that thought! That's
1: not him either. No. That's- but this is a guy talking to Mac. This guy is getting it from Oh okay. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, <Yeah, sure. laughs> sir.
0: Thank you, sir. 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 It's so funny that I was just thinking about fraternities. I used to work... With a guy, with a couple of guys that were always uh, like ex frat boys. It's so funny. Point of story being, it's so important who you associate with all day, every day. Like oh, that. Yeah. Like I remember when I did work in an office. Like I think the hardest part is your coworkers. Like,
1: dude, that that's your whole life. It's
0: it's forty we've, hours a week. We've with forgotten these fucking about people. it because
1: yeah. we're removed from coworkers now. Yeah, it it it's everything.
0: It's everything. It's literally it's school. It's literally 40 hours minimum a week with fucking strangers, people that you would never associate with in real life most of the time. Yeah. And you're just lucky if there's one or two people in your office that you can fucking stomach and tolerate. Like, usually I would find like maybe one girl who was super cool. Yeah. And the rest, it was just like, I want to fucking blow my brains out every time I hear you fucking talk.
1: God, they were. The, I'm trying to think of oh. all the different places I worked. There was just fucking... Uh, I worked at a place that made grocery carts one time. Uh-huh. Shopping carts.
0: Uh, like a factory?
1: Uh, yeah, they manufactured them and marketed them.
0: What's that like? Horrible. Yeah.
1: There was, And there was like different camps, you know? Yeah. The best group was like the women in the administration, like, you know, running papers secretarial type they were like the
0: the most fun yeah
1: and then i worked for an absolute moron in marketing Mm -hmm. and a a stupid fucking hillbilly was above above her and it was just the dumbest people i mean i I remember just loathing walking into that Mm. office then i worked at granger that's a good job
0: that's a good job though
1: they were actually granger's a good company those, socially, I love those people. Of course, because they're they fucking rad. They were awesome people. Mm-hmm. Bucky Henson. Um, that's a real guy's name. Isn't that awesome? Of course. That's Bucky. his real name. Bucky.
0: Yeah,
1: he's like, oh, I, I feel a little bit of shame over my back hair. <laughs>
0: that's rad.
1: Bucky was like the fucking hardest dude, but like also the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. But out here in production... Mm. is where it's fucking clown central yeah where you have to dude oh my the
0: fucking God. Work. i remember I used to sell um i used to sell it was, it was a company called uh well World link and they would sell media airtime for mm-hmm. infomercials and I was an assistant making like fucking what fourteen thousand dollars a year, Oof. just peanuts right out of college, yeah, and I had to enter in. You know, 14
1: grand, like 14 a year? to
0: 16 to be an assistant. And then you work your way up to being an account executive, which is uh. when you really make your salary. So they're kind of weeding out the losers. But that's
1: like a fucking thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how I lived, honestly, okay. at that point. But the good news of that job was that I clocked out at a specific time every day. I didn't have to work a lot of, you know, extra hours. I never did. And then I would go to the clubs at night. So that's kind of why I liked that job, because I was just becoming a comedian. I was 25, 26 Years old, and I had all my nights free, right? So you work your day job, and then you go to the clubs at night. And um, that cl- that was a total officey office where it was like the main. You remember when you worked in office, and the main thing was like, it's Mary Beth's birthday. Oh, yeah. Everybody gather around. We're gonna sing Happy Birthday to Mary Beth. And then you're like, I fucking hate this bitch, Mary Beth. I fucking hate her. And then you have to stand there like a donkey. And then everybody sings, and you're like, Happy. Fuck you, bitch. Or the worst part. Yeah. Was having are
1: pretending to care,
0: pretending to care like, about I don't everything. Like this person, oh, they're the worst. And oh, my favorite is they're dumb office jokes, right? Like, there's a million. That's what she said every time someone says anything remotely funny. Right. That's what she said. Or, um, no
1: homo was big when I was No working. homo
0: I never had no homo. Oh my
1: god, and it was it was from these totally juvenile, fucking idiotic guys who, like, if. I mean, like, it got to the point where I was like, do you guys realize how gay it is that you keep saying this? Because yeah. they insisted on saying no homo, like we're fucking fifth graders.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: if you're like, yeah, can you uh, you help me put this in there? No homo, man. I'm
0: like, Oh, jeez, go fuck yourself." How girl. old are
1: we right now? You
0: should have just sucked his dick.
1: Yeah, I did. I, t- I showed him who was boss, <laughs> and he was like.
0: Thank you, sir. <laughs> Um, oh, I remember this about office life, too. It's such a different, end, like, life, yeah, office life is its own beast. I remember what happened was 11 a.m. is when every, the one person goes, what's for lunch, guys? And now the next hour is figuring out where you're all going to go to lunch or where you're going to order lunch from. Remember yes. that whole debacle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go to lunch, and then what do you do? You talk about your fucking job.
1: Yeah.
2: Because
0: you have nothing in common with these people outside of the office. And Mm -hmm. now you're stuck talking about the fucking job you hate for an hour with the people you're kind of okay with because you've gone to lunch with them. Like you like them more than you like the others in the office. Right? Mary Beth is not at that lunch. Yep. But now you're talking about the job. Worse, after work is done, hey, let's go for a drink. And then you go, yeah, you know, maybe I will go for a drink with you guys. And then what do you talk about? Your fucking job. Yeah. So, like, why? Why are we out? I remember that used to make me bananas. Like, yeah, I'll come hang out with you, David. And I used to Rick. get
1: shit a lot, a lot of shit when I worked in production uh-huh. about my um, n- my lack of desire to socialize. And they're like, <laughs> "What is up with you? But you never <laughs> hang out." And I was like, "We work together, man.
0: Forty hours a week, bro. Yeah.
1: Why do I don't want to hang out with you more?" And they're like, I know. "Everybody hangs out." I am like, "Well, I am not part of the fucking crew, I guess, man. I am sorry."
0: There was but that worldland company, I will say I did have good, I had fun friends. There was a guy, David, yeah, who was fun, who you know, we went over to his place mm-hmm. once or twice, he married his assistant, and then uh Carl was my favorite boss, he was a surfer dude, he smoked a lot of dope Didn't
1: and, um yeah. didn't you have a ball, uh somewhere didn't you work with somebody who like preached to you too? Like,
0: yeah, I had a guy who landmarked us every day. Or every few days. Well,
1: explain what landmarking
0: is. <laughs> that was our term for landmarking. The guy belonged to the Landmark Forum, which is like a self-help organization. Mm-hmm. It's basically therapy in public. So as opposed to seeing a shrink, you go up in front of a group of people every week. You pay to go <clears throat> in front of a group of people. You pay a lot. And I think a lot of good comes of it because mm-hmm. it's really helped people. Yeah. But I personally, for just for me, like... I been, think you should pay to see a shrink one on one. It might be, you know, if you're going to invest in that kind of stuff. But
1: does the group counsel you?
0: Yeah, I think but so. But
1: how is the group qualified to counsel you?
0: That's that's see that's kind of my thinking and I'm sure there's a leader yeah. who leads the group. Like it's not there's leaders and stuff. Yeah. But I think the idea is the publicness of you purging your demons. Like your shame thing, like oh. how we just discussed, I I'm, I'm embarrassed that I <clears throat> you know, cut snail shells off. You would say that in front of a group and mm. be kind of validated and relieved of it. Oh. Yeah, there's some therapeutic elements to it. But the point of the story is, I was like 26 years old. I was a fucking asshole. Mm. And this guy was like 10 years my senior. And every day he would come, he, he knew that I was a comic and he was a comic. We did a comedy class together. And every day I'd be like, I'd be like, oh man, I'm just fucking tired. And he was like, well, you know why you're tired, right? I'm like, "Oh, oh I was out at the comedy club last night." And then I came in here. You know, you maybe you're not living up to your real potential. You know, the Landmark Forum can help you live up to your full potential. Oh, no. Yeah, and every day he would Landmark. That's us. just
1: as bad as saying, um, you know, Christ is your savior. It is. It really is.
0: It's a little menacing. It's not it's not. Did fun. you guys talk comedy? Yeah, cuz he and I did this comedy class way back when. And he was a very nervous guy. He was he wasn't gonna be a comedian. I think he he did it to overcome his fear of public speaking. hmm And yeah, he was a nice dude.
1: Did he still does he still do it?
0: I don't think so. I can't imagine. No. No. Mm. Yeah, fucking office. I remember too going to a strip bar with one of my old bosses. I became his assistant at that company. And that was weird, going to a strip club as a woman with your male coworkers and like one other female. It's mm-hmm. not normal. Mm-hmm very unprofessional.
1: Nope.
0: Fuck my stoma. And there you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't work in an office now, but I, I was just talking to somebody at our show on Friday. He's like, oh, I listen to your guys because I hate my coworkers. And like, and I thought about, it. I go, "Guy, don't I understand that, man? I remember that. There was
1: such, in, uh, in post-production, it was so funny how it was chopped up. The, the groups and the personalities, and it was really us versus them with the, Kind of phony um, idea that we were all together, mm. meaning that you know when you did a show like the shows that we used to do, it was there was a story department, and then we were post, mm-hmm. then there were editors, and every and then there's casting and accounting. They're and so
0: different. Casting is a everybody. Beast, yeah. Casting
1: is like is like fucking children, and they're they can show up drunk and high. Mm-hmm. And they were like the, um, they were the most Hollywood of people.
0: They there. are. They're like high schoolers. Actually, they're the popular girls in high Absolutely. school. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, and they were, fashion-wise, you could tell, like they dressed mm-hmm. like they were going to <laughs> a Hollywood party uh-huh. every day.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: And like the way, like they handled themselves like... You guys are are acting like you're directing movies Mm -hmm. and you're casting reality shows. Like it was really interesting, like like to see their level of delusion. You know, Mm -hmm. like fuck, are you thinking Mm -hmm. that you're doing here? Of
0: course, dude.
1: And then, um, well, there was just so many crazy inner office things. Like we had um, people that were grossly unqualified for jobs, but they were in with the boss. Mm -hmm. One of them sleeping with the one of the owners of the company. So she would get promoted and we would all be like, what in the fuck? She barely speaks English. Like just crazy shit like that. And then he would send her flowers and gift baskets on the floor. No. So you see that she got a fucking $300 gift basket in front of everybody from the owner and, and you have to act like, okay,
0: cool. No.
1: Good for you. Yep.
0: Ah, uh, I just remember there's always in an office, there's always a type, right? Yeah. <clears throat> There's always the one who has emotional problems and every day is a new emotional problem, drama. Like this girl next to me, her name was Lynette. Every day Lynette was crying about the boyfriend or in a fight with somebody in the office and then they got to rope you into their drama. That's the worst part about that fucking guy or girl in the office, Yeah, crybaby.
1: Yeah, I just got angry thinking about somebody from back then. Who? Just a fucking guy that I... You know when you like somebody doesn't even work with you at all, would work on a totally different show in a totally different department, and then confronts you about some shit? Mm. I remember he just, he just got a flashback to wanting to put that guy's head through a fucking glass wall. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Where is he now? Let's go fucking get him.
1: I don't know, but he wore capris every day, and he was straight. Oh. It's kind of that, that was
0: an era, though, when guys were doing that.
1: Mm. Yeah, we're. This isn't fucking Milan. Put Can some remember, pants
0: on. Remember that story? I, t- I worked in casting once uh, at Buena and Murray. Actually, with the company that did road rules. Years later, I worked in. I casted a show called Love Cruise, which is oh. where we took like <clears throat> fourteen single people and we put them on a ship together, and they all yeah. gave each other STDs. Yeah. Yes, Anyways, I'll never forget. I was young too. I was maybe same era, twenty seven. No, younger, gosh. this was like 23. 23 years old, out of college. And uh, what we had to do on that show is in order for you to make it as a cast member, we had to test you for STDs uh, just so that it's a liability thing that the production company doesn't get in trouble if you contract chlamydia, herpes, whatever. Oh, yeah. So out of these random sampling of 14 people, 14 contestants from all over the United States, out of 14 young 20-somethings, about 10 of them had STDs, right? And me being 23 years old and very naive and very judgmental, which I still am, (coughs) I say this very loudly. I'm like, ew, ew, they have have herpes, they have general warts, they have, I was so fucking mortified Mm -hmm. that all these people had disease Mm -hmm. and one of the executive producers I'll never forget that one of the sweetest guys who I just loved, he turns to me and he goes, you know, Christina, somebody I love very much has genital herpes. And I so stupidly was like, oh, yeah, who? (laughs) (laughs) My wife. And I was like, oh, Oh. shit. (gasps) But, you know, I'm kind of glad he said that because he was his father figure to me. And it really put things in perspective where you're like, oh, yeah, if everybody has a big fucking deal... But I yeah. was so embarrassed. I was so stupid. And yeah. yeah. It's supposed
1: to be one in five.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. You do. We it's all not have. It's that
1: uncommon. Yeah. No. Big fucking deal. It's
0: not yeah. going to kill you.
1: I got spots and pus and stuff. I've never, I don't even know where it's from.
0: Me too. But if it doesn't burn or itch. It burns. Why bother? It burns a lot. When you pee or just when you're sitting?
1: Just living. Being alive, it burns.
0: Why don't you see? You should see somebody for that.
1: I don't know. All the spots, I don't care.
0: You know what you should do? Mm. Rub rib sauce on that.
1: And then have a cat lick it off. Cats love barbecue sauce. You gotta know this if you're a cat owner.
0: I don't know if you should have a cat lick it, but I know that the spices in the rib sauce get it real spicy that will kill whatever bacteria you have.
1: This is all very, very true.
2: We asked the viewers to send in their burning questions. I mean to tell you that nothing was off limits. Nothing was too embarrassing. And the questions poured in from all over. And in just a few weeks here, we heard from more than 30,000 people. And tonight's show is full of your number one, the top questions here. And when it came to Dr. Oz, I didn't know what to think at first. But this is what you most wanted to ask. Take
3: a look. From Los Angeles to New York City, from Austin to Ann Arbor, America has a lot of questions about. (laughs)
2: Lynn
3: from Howell, Michigan uploaded her question to Facebook.
2: Hi, Dr. Oz. You say S-shaped poops are the best poops. When I poop, it's hard and small. So how do I get an S-shaped poop?
3: On the streets of New York, Rita
1: asks...
2: (laughs) I've been constipated most of my lifetime. I've tried everything. What can I do?
3: Debbie from Phoenix, Arizona emailed Dr. Oz her question.
2: Sometimes I can poop, and sometimes I can't. But when I do, it's always big and painful.
3: Kimberly from Houston, Texas, has been keeping a video poop journal.
2: I have pooped in three days. I'm starting to feel a lot like a beached well. The effects of my stool softener starting to really set in. I still
0: haven't pooped. Hopefully soon I'll be able to
1: poop. (laughs)
0: Like a beached well.
1: Like a beached well.
0: She says well.
1: I feel like a beached well.
0: She talks like that girl who goes, honestly? Honestly? (laughs) I haven't pooped in four days. Honestly? (laughs) Poop, poop. Poop. How much do you love that she kept a video diary of her inability to poop? Yeah. And shared it on a daytime television show. And then show. came
1: on the show and talked more about her poop.
0: What's interesting is you can also just ask your family physician. You don't need to go on a major daytime television yeah, show. Yeah, but
1: your family physician isn't on a daytime television show.
0: Oh, oh. Babe, minus is relaxed yet. Can we go on? We should talk about our poop on Dr. Oz. It'd be so much fun.
1: I would love to. I would poop. absolutely love to. Poop. poop, poop, That's all you got poop. from that clip? No, there's more. There's more. Yeah, I, I like just, to
0: hear this. I need I help just, too. Just looking for this for you. Honestly. <laughs> I fe- honestly, uh, I feel like a bitch. Honestly, like a bitch. Well, like bitch.
1: Well, a bitched well. A bitch. Well. A <laughs> This was on their um, their Super Show Showdown right. with Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, and Susie Orman.
0: This is actually. Um 2011. This is two okay. years old. It's the beginning of the year. And are
2: we years. an honest bunch here with ourselves? Um, Kimberly, who asked that last question, is joining us right now. I'm- I still can't poop. <laughs> from Houston. And Dr. Oz is going to give her some advice yeah. in a minute. But first, throughout the series, we're going to ask here a- in the studio audience um, to use this voting device, okay? This Why? is called the Paget Communications Voting Device. And you have one. So we can all see exactly how we're measuring up in terms of how we're feeling about things. What?
1: So we can all vote in the audience about how often we poop. Let's see what our <laughs> listeners at your mom's house think of their poops.
2: Those are totally anonymous here in the studio, even though I'm staring right at you. <laughs> so let's get started with the first question. It's a moving one, honey. Okay. <laughs> how many times a week are you moved? And you know what I mean by that. Okay. Shit. So hold this you in mean your how many
1: fucking times a week do you yeah. shit out of your dirty asshole?
2: Yeah. Speak the truth, lady. Shit. Once or less a week. My gosh, my My heart goes out to you if it's once or less a week. Um, B is two to four times a week. Hmm. C is five to nine times a week. Hmm. Or D, nine to 15 times a week. That's where I am.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely in nine to 15. Times a day? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) No, I think on average, I do,
0: Um, I average (laughs)
1: between one and two a day. I, mean, I always do one a day, always one and yeah me too it's pretty common I, I hit two a day quite
0: often uh one a day unless it's a road week, yeah, sometimes twice because of my road diet mm. you go more on the road absolutely, absolutely. we're talking uh six six five or six alley, usually on the road,
1: really, calorically, yeah. you're taking in more
0: taking in more, I'm taking in greasy foods, club food, you know mozzarella sticks, late night, stuff like that, mm mm.
2: I have my husband beat there. <laughs> <laughs> so you vote now, and it's anonymous. You can be honest. I have to, to say, to I just we... think
1: this is a load of crap. I, I
2: don't know, I don't know. Uh, good joke
1: by Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil and his poop puns. I think it's a load of crap. Yeah. We're talking about crap.
2: It, Phil. <laughs> we have the results. Okay, so let's find out how you measure up with our audience. The results are... A whopping 48%, nearly half of the audience here, says it's five to nine times a week. Mm. So let me ask Dr. So that's
1: probably healthy. That's where
2: I'm at, yeah. I mean, for Kimberly and for everybody else in the audience who answered, A, I mean, you well, want to say the, that the, is the, not the,
3: healthy. The Kimberleys of the world are the ones I worry about. So we got about 20% of people, at least, and that's I think we got a pretty healthy group here who say they're having poops the right amount of time, which is roughly <laughs> once a day, but it's important that you're not impacted, which means that you're not straining when you go to your, your bowel <laughs> movement. And I want people to recognize that women and kids... You love that. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you love that so much? I
0: mean, it's funny that we're talking about it on TV. Like, it's... It's daytime TV. It's the
3: best.
1: You are such a seven-year-old.
3: <laughs> it means that you're not straining when you go to your, to your bowel movement. And I want people to recognize that women and kids have oh. more of a problem with constipation mm, than do men do. So why is that? Let me show you why. I got Chicks an animation show. So right? Bring this alive. And whenever I do these shows, Oprah insists on this animation, so we're going to show it to you right now. So
1: Oprah insists on this animation. Now, here he shows you in graphic detail the movement making its way... <laughs> Through the intestines, out of the
3: anus. It's so funny. The bowl is going through your small bowel. Now, if you're eating food that irritates you, what ends up happening is you get a little bit of a spasm, a little bit of a squeezy feeling, a little bit of bloating sometimes, another sign you've got an issue with the food. But here's where the movement starts. The poop comes into the large bowel. Now it's in the cecum. That's a diverticulum, a little outpouching. That's the appendix. As the bowel goes through your intestinal tract, it starts to look a little bit more familiar to some of you. And it's going to come down... Because it looks like shit in the graphic.
1: It's a big fucking turd.
3: (laughs) I'm here, and that's the sigmoid and the rectum here. It's going to just wait there until you're ready to go to the bathroom. And then when the show's over, (laughs) you let it come out. These are the hemorrhoidal veins right there. If you're impacted, you're going to get little cracks in this area. get fissures. You'll also get engorgement of these veins, Mm -hmm. and they'll bleed, and they cause a lot of issues. Now, let me show you what happens when you're constipated. This time Mm. the bowel goes through the small bowel into the cecum, and now to the large intestines. It'll go working its way up there. But here, you're not going to the bathroom. The toxic material that's in that poop is getting stuck in there.
0: Mm.
1: The toxic material that's in that poop is getting stuck in there.
0: That's when, yeah, that's no good. You got to go.
1: You got to go. You got to shit. You got to drink your prune juice.
0: Well, he recommends uh, magnesium, magnesium, caffeine, and water, and water
3: there and because of that Five it cannot months. work its way through it starts to ball up in little itty bitty pellets and like a bombardier <laughs> you'll eventually start letting this go that is a problem and this is the poop proclamation for the new year and this <laughs> this proclamation is pretty simple what we try to do is get you to understand what your poop looks like and check it out check it out on open.com. but that poop schedule will show you different figures now, i talk about s shapes all the time which is what kimberly mentioned doesn't have to be S-shaped. Hmm. It can be exclamation point shape. It can be, you know, C-shaped. It doesn't matter. What does matter is you're not straining as you go to the bathroom. How do you make sure that happens? I got a checklist for you. Fiber, mm-hmm. we know about that. At least 21 grams a day. Most people get half of that or less. Number two, you want to make sure you get enough caffeine in your diet, which is the one time I'll say caffeine is good for bowel movements. Magnesium helps, too. That's my little secret. You try that, Susie?
2: It's my savior. Well, let me... Magnesium, I don't poop. Yeah, Prince, Prince Magnesium. Can I just say for Susie, it's a dollar sign, not a N. Yes.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't it be so much better if they were saying shit every time they said poop? <laughs> sure. When you shit, and you shit at it, and you shit comes out of here, and she goes, if I don't shit. I don't have meaning, I can't take a shit.
0: Yeah, I think these childish uh, euphemisms like poop, like either go full science and go yeah. uh, defecation, yeah. bowel movements, yeah. use the right words, or don't use them at all. You understand, like even be be real about it or just use a science term?
1: Exactly. Yeah. How would you say it?
0: I gotta take a dump, man. I gotta take a shit. A shit. Yeah.
1: Poop, poop, poop.
0: Poop is very childish. Yeah. Just say shit, man.
1: Shit, I gotta Shit. I'm gonna shit all over make, this. I wish
0: Doctor Oz would be like. So you're gonna take a shit, but your shit didn't look like shit. And they yet. were like, oh,
1: excuse me." He's like, "No, no, no, no. Let's be real. Let's be real. When you sit down to shit and you're really grinding them out, it sounds like you're hurting yourself. <laughs> your vein, your asshole's probably swollen shut with all that shit. You need to put something in there that's gonna help you shit better. You that's know? right. So I hope I was helpful. I hope um, what I told you. Helps you shit more um, in the future. I
2: love delicious homemade desserts, but recipes can be complicated and take so long to make. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new dump cake cookbook. <laughs> Forget measuring. Now you can easily make homemade desserts in minutes. It's as simple as dump and bake for delicious desserts every time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's right.
3: Try some physical activity. Yoga's got whole poses designed to let you go to the bathroom. Water. You take a shower How much water just do you need? Saying. Enough water so that your urine is clear. And we finally, you got to toilet train yourself. I know it sounds ah. crazy. Toilet train yourself? He's
0: just saying you got to go at the same time every day. I know. Top Who Dog is big that? on that. Oh, yeah, you're right.
3: 8.15, You
1: say like clockwork.
0: I guess if you have a set schedule, you and I don't really have that. Yeah. But I get that. Yeah, smart.
1: But actually, I shit. Yeah. Generally... Within within the first hour that I'm awake.
0: My sh- Yeah, I wake up, I drink my espresso, shit. bam. Now that's another shit, thing in an office.
1: Shit, shit, shit,
0: shit, By the way, when you work in an office, yeah, that was always tricky. It oh, yeah. Going to take a shit, because either your coworkers are in there, yeah, or everyone notices that you're gone for a long time. Yeah. I used to get a lot of heat for that, because I'd just go and I'd take fucking half an hour <laughs> to take a shit. <laughs> and my boss would be like, where's Christina, where's Christina? And what would
1: you say, I was taking a shit? Yep. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to hide. You think I was any different when I worked in an office? No. I'd be like, I got to take a shit, everybody. I would just announce it and I'd go take a shit. Yeah. Yep.
1: I used to offer people things on my way to the bathroom. That was my thing. Like what? I'm going to go take a shit. Do you need anything? (laughs) And they'd be like, no. like, all right.
0: (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had a boss who would announce it too. He'd be like, he'd get up and he'd put a magazine under his arm. It was really funny. And he's like. I'm gonna go to tile conference. He would call it a tile conference. (laughs) That was actually really funny. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Tile conference. I I don't know
2: you that well. Uh, Uh, Yes, I have actually. I
3: mean, it works.
1: works. Doctor Phil, you pointed out, must take a mean shit. He's huge. Yeah, and I bet his are explosive, He's huge, yeah. big, loud stinkers. You're
3: adults, you got to go to the bathroom at the same time every day. You got to make sure you train yourself. If you're not ready to go, push yourself a little bit. Work at a little bit. Push yourself. You just said don't strain.
2: <laughs> you know, Kimberly is on Polycom right behind you guys here. Oh. Kimberly, of all that Kimberly. advice, I mean, was there something hey, that you I recognized? Guess. Hey, I wasn't doing this. I wasn't eating this. And that's what I can do to make uh, movements better. Well, I know, I've never heard of I,
0: taking magnesium. i, I never so heard of it
1: that. I still haven't shit in two weeks. Can you give me something quickly? My asshole hurts. Uh, I guess that's something I'm going to have to... Put in
2: my diet to help out. To tell her how much <laughs> to take, because if you don't take enough, it doesn't work.
3: Yeah, so you, you want to always take magnesium <laughs> with calcium, ideally. And the reason you bond them together is because calcium will constipate you. So roughly a two-to-one ratio. If you're taking 1,200 milligrams of calcium, which is what most of us mm. recommend with vitamin D, at least 600 milligrams of magnesium. You can take 800, even <laughs> 1,000 milligrams of magnesium. You take much more than that, you'll be going to the bathroom all day long.
2: Dr. Oz, fruit, doesn't that... It has roughage, it has fiber Fruit, yeah, yeah. oatmeal,
3: there are lots of foods that have fiber All the natural foods, the foods that come out of the ground Look in the way they look when you eat them They pretty much have fiber in them Okay. Well, mango. there you go,
0: we
1: all want you to just you dump
0: Eat a mango, that'll yeah. make you shit They're expensive, but trust me, one mango
1: This show is about making you go
0: Guarantee. Watch
2: this, start with fruit Dump on your favorite cake mix Finish with a can of soda, or you can use diet for a guilt-free dessert. Then just bake it in the oven for a delicious and peach dump cake. Oh, so scrumptious! Look, your kids will devour this more chocolate cake in a skillet. And easy, here's the cake mix. Just dump on the good
0: stuff, chocolate chip.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Doctor Oz, oh, I put I put my whole hand on my ass. Why won't it come out? Doctor Oz, uh, my asshole. You ever um, you ever tried a suppository? Um,
1: yes, but uh, they used to have to force them in me <laughs> when I was a kid because uh, I I was constipated mm-hmm. when I was young,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and my dad would shove them up my ass, and I would They're cry. I would cry really intensely.
0: Yeah, of course. And then,
1: and then I would take a huge, huge shit. shit.
0: That's what that division needs to do. Just fucking put a suppository. That's
1: in. where my nickname comes from, the King of the Dumps.
0: No kidding.
1: Yeah, and the Big Caca Maker.
0: Because of that?
1: Because of those days when you wow. used to put the suppository in there.
0: Wow. You see what yeah. we learned today about you? I had no idea. I'd known you for over 10 years. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Yep. Oh, well, there you go, listeners. Well, there you go. My Come mother on. told me to use one in my 20s when I used to talk to my mom. Yeah. Worst idea of my life. You know how hard it is to put a suppository in your own butthole?
1: Uh, yeah, I can't imagine. I never had to do it to myself. He always forced it in and then, you know, hit me, forced it in my ass. Did he at least kiss you? He'd kiss me. He gently. He would kiss my butthole. And then <laughs> then. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. Uh, we love you guys.
0: Love you, Mommy. Check
1: us out, yourmomshousepodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at oh, Christina yeah. P. about
0: that. At yeah.
1: Christina P. I'm at Tom Segura. And that is that have a wonderful that's
0: what she said <laughs> weekend
1: <laughs> joe double your mom's house goodbye
3: i have a song for you i'd like to do with the i'd like to go to the bar <laughs> Plug in my iPod and listen to him talk trash on that. He's talking about your mom's house. Podcast, stop that. Laughing ain't gonna happen. The fix for a piss poor day. This gay discourse of mixed sorts. Get the pitch fortune Listen while you bell. Hey, you're in jail. Laying with your Puerto Rican cellmate. Or when you tell tailgate. Listen before the game starts. Play cards. Listen while you're shoplifting at Kmart. Honest, I mean it. It's not a big secret. I'm often seated in the kitchen. Listening to Tom and Christina at the end of a rough day. Get a mug and drink. Get my nut shaved. If I'm lucky, get her dental update. Oh yeah. Just great like the devil loves flames. Like the devil loves heavy metal women who love snakes. This is just a thing to help your nerves and calm down. I ain't like one now, bitch. Welcome to your mom's house. Nugget for the fiends. Nugget for the fiends. Fresh. 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 Welcome to your mom's house. Got the kitchen man. Got the kitchen man. Got the. Got the. Fresh. Welcome to your mom's house. Nugget for the fiends. Nugget for the fiends. Fresh. Fresh. Welcome to kitchen your mom's man. house. Got the kitchen man. Got the, got the kitchen man. Got the, got the trash. Welcome to your mom's man. house. Your mom's house, starring Christina Prochitsky and Tom Segura. Special appearance by Top Dog. It actually happened in the <laughs> Orlando Airport, much. And Joe Double. Is there
0: anything worse on the oh, planet? Man.
3: Yeah. Your mom's house. Your mom's house
0: for the fiends, uh-oh, don't afford the fiends, fresh, 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 fresh out the kitchen.